hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio. Ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. If you look at the statistics from Divers Alert Network, it's becoming more and more paramount that you need to stay in shape or need to do something to uh, maximize your diving experience. And to help us out today, Patrick Roward is on the line with us. He's an exercise physiologist. Is that right? That is correct, yes. I am an exercise physiologist. And, and that means uh, exactly what, other than sounding very, very impressive? <laughs> well, that's mostly what it means. It makes me sound impressive. Okay, good. But, no, an, an exercise physiologist studies you know, the, the chronic and acute effects of exercise on the human body. And I specialize in work with divers. And that is because you are a diver and I assume and just decided, hey, I need to combine these two uh, entities and help divers be uh, smarter about their exercise routines or what? Well, that is exactly it, yes. I started diving when I was in high school. That was always my first love. I went off to college to be a marine biologist. Didn't have the grades, but my advisor talked to me about exercise physiology, and here I am. All right, well, good. Now, we're going to get into some specifics here to, to help our listeners out today. But let's talk about where this comes from, because, you know, I mentioned Divers Alert Network. I assume you're uh, familiar with the statistics we keep seeing of people that are getting in the water. They may be a little bit uh, out of shape, or they haven't dove in a while, and they get into a stressful situation, and next thing you know, things uh, go bad. Is there some preparation? Preparation or elements uh, at play here that uh, you want to share in that regard? Yes, you're hitting the nail right on the head. And Divers Alert Network definitely does do a lot of work uh, involving the importance of fitness for diving. And back in the uh, January-February issue of 2012, I wrote an article for Sport Diver Magazine. Right. And it was a one-month-to-dive fitness article, which was basically a workout that one could follow, and it would take you one month from start to finish to help get you in shape and ready for the dive season. And we actually did a little spot on your show regarding this article, and now what I did is I did a companion piece to that article, and that is in the September issue of Sport Diver Magazine again. Okay. But this one is called Get Your Back in Shape. And this is also just involving now getting your lower back dive ready because the second most common cause of dive, uh, dive-related injuries is lower back injuries. Uh, number one is cardiovascular injuries, and that is obviously far more serious. 
but number two, dive-related injuries. That is the most common reason why people miss the boat. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't go off the dock because they made it all the way down to the Florida Keys or who knows where they're diving, and they're getting ready to get on the boat, and they lift up the tank, they lift up that 80 cubic foot, and next thing you know, they throw their back out. Yes, to throw your back out, uh, lifting those heavy tanks, or with chicken fights after the day of diving in the hotel pool. Uh, I've right. seen that happen uh, a couple times as well. <laughs> but that may just be the the wacky divers I'm I'm hanging with. But, yeah, lifting heavy objects like a tank could be very stressful to your back. So let's share some of those. I mean, it was in Sport Diver Magazine, but what are some of those exercises that you should consider to strengthen your lower back preparing to lift tanks and such? And weight belts, I guess, too, right? Well, exactly. Tanks, weight belts, just bags alone. I mean, we all know what a dive bag, how heavy it is. I mean, right. heck, just look how much they're charging for you to take. Take one with you when you go on a dive trip these days, when yeah. you're going on an airline. Yeah, in the article, I actually focused on three very basic uh, exercises that one can do to strengthen not just your back, but what is called your core. You know, everyone's heard that co- term core. It's the, uh, you know, it's the hot button term for the 2012-2011 area. Everyone's going, oh, I'm going to do my core training. Yeah. But your core that is the muscles that consist of your mid-torso, your abdomen, the muscles of your lower back, the muscles of both sides, and then even the muscles that go down into your glutes or your buttocks. These are all muscles that form your core. All right, so if you're working on your core, you're, you, I mean, are you also working on that six-pack or that keg? Exactly. Is what yeah. people have said to me, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you're working exactly on that six-pack. You're working on, on all those muscle groups right there. Right, And okay. uh, the three exercises that I focused on are just what's called uh, uh, a cat camel, which is really one where you're down on all fours, and you allow your midsection to kind of sag down, and then you contract the muscles in your stomach and cause your back the arch back up so that it actually has an arch almost like a Halloween cat. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, I think I've seen that pose on some videos, but I, I don't think they were workout videos. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. okay, but uh, but these are cat. What do you call it, a cat what? It's, it's called a, a cat camel exercise. Cat camel. Okay, so if you do that, tighten your, uh, your stomach muscles and... and and let them sag at the same time, I guess. Well, you let your, you let your uh, back sag. Right. And then you contract your abdominal muscles and cause your back to rise back up yeah. as if it's arching, just like you said, like a cat that's scared. You know, a Halloween cat has that back nice, that's arched yeah. way up. All right, I'm doing it right now. Whoa, yeah, that, oh, yeah that's, that's the spot. Oh, oh, yeah. Meow. If you add that, that just adds a... Uh, a uh, more twisted effect to it as well. Okay, okay, I can see how that would help your back. So there's three exercises. That's one. That's one. The other one is, since we're going right along with the animal aspect, next one is called a bird dog. And a bird dog is just like, like the cat camel. You're down on all fours, except for when you're on all fours, you want to keep your back nice and straight, and you want to lift up your right leg, and point it straight up behind you while at the same time lifting up your left arm and pointing it out in front of you. And then you yell, squirrel! 
Yeah, well, exactly. Like you're pointing like a dog would. Right. Okay. That makes sense. All right. And that would tighten your back muscles too. And I get, exactly. what do you do? Like, uh, like what? Five to 10 reps of this or, or do you just hold it or what? Well, you, you hold the position for four to five seconds. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you want to focus on doing this, you know, for about anywhere from like, uh, you know, 10 to 12 repetitions. Very nice. All right, what's the third one? And then you switch to the other side, which is also important. Oh, okay, you do yeah, the, sure. The left leg, right arm. Then you once you've done ten to twelve, then you switch to right leg, left arm. Got it. Balance. You got to have the balance there for exactly. sure. Exactly. Now you got a third one. What's the third now, one? The last one that is called a McGill curl up. And to learn about the McGill curl up, you're going to have to. Go out and buy a copy of Sport Diver Magazine September issue and read my article. Okay, fair Only enough. Because it's way too hard to, to, to explain over the phone. All right, it's like a so, twister type of thing. and uh, Kind of like that. There's it's multiple people, like there's cats and dogs, it's the end of the world. I don't know. It'd kind be like nothing, uh, wacky <laughs> stuff. But but you can do this and have some fun with your dive buddies and, exactly. and, uh, and, and you know, make it a fun e- experience uh, before. And would you recommend doing this before your uh, diving day or the day before kind of thing? Or Well, yeah, before the diving day, uh, earlier in the day you might want to do this, but you don't want to do it if you haven't been doing it all along. Like, you don't want to say, okay, I haven't done anything for my back. I'm going to go out doing my first dive of the day. Hey, I'm going to try these exercises. So the object of these is to start doing these uh, anywhere from two to three months before your dive trip. Excellent. All right. In that mid-torso. So look for the article in Sport Diver Magazine, September issue, Patrick Rauer. Don't mind me adding one other little thing. Sure. What is it? you have a second? Is that also... Another great piece you might want to look at, it's one of mine again, but if you go into uh, YouTube and you go YouTube Patrick Rauer Core Exercises, you will find a spot that I did in which we discussed doing strengthening exercises for the mid-torso on a Swiss ball. That's one of those big, like, beach ball-looking exercises. All right, yeah, but put in his name. Don't just put in Swiss Ball because that'll don't, pull up a different get a video. Of them. Exactly. exactly. No. Yeah. Do Patrick Roward core training. It's like a three and a half minute segment I did, but it's also great for strengthening your mid torso. Excellent. Do that. And you'll be in uh, better shape for uh, your your diving season. Exactly. All right, more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Stay close. <laughs> is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. For over 20 years, Explore Ventures has been taking people just like you aboard their live-aboard dive vessels. You start as a guest and leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures, and just maybe why Explore Ventures is one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. Of course, they offer spectacular diving in the Bahamas, Turks and Caicos, and Galapagos. All the details are right there at ExploreVentures.com. But it's the people and the friendships one makes on these adventures that really sets Explorer Ventures apart from the rest. That's why we've made Explorer Ventures the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. Matter of fact, we'll be on several trips throughout the year, and we'd love for you to join us on any of these great diving adventures. However, the bottom line is, Explorer Ventures does 
does the liveaboard dive experience right. Call them and see for yourself at 1-800-322-3577 or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. You suck. You have to to survive when you're scuba diving 30 feet underwater. The next time you dive, suck air through Oceanic's new Delta IV regulator with dry valve technology. DVT eliminates moisture, corrosion, and host deterioration. The Delta IV also features an FDX-10 balanced diaphragm for years of hassle-free diving. So admit it, you suck. And you should be sucking on a Delta IV by Oceanic. You are a diver and have the dive flag shirt, hat, and bumper sticker to prove it. However, you can share your love of diving and ascend to a higher level with Dive Silver. Combining exquisite sterling silver with gemstones, Dive Silver is the perfect way to share your passion for the underwater world. From mantis to mermaids and everything in between, you'll find something truly unique to express your love of diving in the extensive line of Dive Silver jewelry and at an affordable price. Go to divesilver.com and see for yourself. That's divesilver.com. is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. That is Eric Stone's new single, Americano. Uh, go to BoatSongs.com and you can check up with what one half of the scuba dudes have been up to lately. Great new uh, album he has out. Uh, and you should pick it up today at BoatSongs.com. All right, moving on. Uh, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. I have my buddy Jimmy Abernathy. He's been doing a cool little project uh, in West Palm Beach down there at uh, Jim Abernathy Scuba Adventures in the Bahamas. And he's on uh, Scuba Radio right now to finally tell us about it. Jimmy, how are you, buddy? Well, I'm doing great. I'm pretty wiped out, though. We just got back with uh, some some American heroes that are turning into ocean heroes, uh, war veterans that... Uh, uh, has served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and in the car with me right now, I have Marlene Carpata, who's on her way back to California. You caught us on the way to the airport. Well, very nice. Well, first of all, let's talk about what you did, and then we're going to talk to her and get her first-hand encounter with uh, sharks, because that's what you did. You took these, you know, uh, veterans who had been injured uh, during the war or serving our country and took them over there to dive with sharks in the Bahamas or something. Is that right? That's exactly right. In addition, we, we dove here in Palm Beach with the Goliath Grouper as well as did a turtle release. And this was uh, uh, the efforts of, of three other of my friends, uh, Sue Chen from Nova, uh, George Schellinger, and, and uh, uh, Sean Heinrichs. And together, uh, we came up with this idea that, that we, we really need an army in order to, to save our oceans. And we thought that this might work, but we had no idea how big it would become. We actually uh, had the pleasure of, of Richard Branson flying in and, and getting uh, the allies, uh, the allied, our allied veterans involved with this as well. Wow. Uh, the project was a, a huge success. And one of the unique things I didn't know about this getting into it was the simple fact that, that uh, these uh, 
wounded warriors, if you will, that when they get into the water on scuba, it turns out to be tremendous therapy because uh, most of the pain that they have while they're above the water uh, is removed when they go beneath the surface. So it's a wonderful therapy um, as well as uh, rehabilitation to, to get them uh, back to where we need them. And it draws attention to uh, the plight of the sharks as well. So it, it, it's kind of a win-win all the way around, right? That's exactly right. You know, the, we uh, wanted to show them what sharks are all about. And as you can imagine, my choice in sharks of the, of the world's largest predatory sharks, my favorite being the tiger shark, uh, as you know, has a terrible reputation, especially on one of the channels one week of the year. And I wanted mm-hmm. to show them the truth. So we went out there and hoped and prayed, and Sue and I, that, that uh, my superstar, uh, world-famous tiger shark Emma would arrive, and in fact she did. She dove with us four out of five days, and I have to say that I was a little bit jealous of the intimacy that was displayed amongst um, our American heroes uh, with Emma, because uh, she was giving them some really close face time. Interesting. Is that, now, Emma is a tiger shark. How big? Uh, Emma's a tiger shark uh, at least 14 feet, some say 15 feet, wow. and, and like most of the, the tiger sharks, uh, they're gentle giants and uh, completely different from what, the way they're portrayed on some uh, TV stations uh, or, or documentaries where they make them into monsters. Well, exactly, and I've been out with you before. You've been doing some amazing work with those sharks and and showing them in a light that uh, really is hard to believe, even when you watch it on video. When you go see it in person, it'll uh, blow your mind. All right, so the person you have with us, uh, give us a little rundown of what she does and then hand the phone over to her. Okay, this is uh, Marlene Carpata, and uh, uh, she uh, served, uh, uh, she fought for our freedom, unfortunately, uh, received an injury from that, and uh, she's right here next to me. So I'm going to put her on the phone because uh, she can she can explain what she does and her role in in serving our country a lot better than I can. Here is Marlene Carpata. All right, hi Marlene, how you doing? Welcome to Scuba Radio, and thanks for serving our country. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, I appreciate it, and thanks for having us on here. Yeah, no worries. Now, when you were first approached to uh, do this. A uh, little adventure in the Bahamas with Jimmy. Did you think you were being punked? Yeah, you know, I <laughs> I knew it was going to be a, an adventure. I didn't realize how much of an adventure. I was really clueless to shark conservation and really what's happening to our sharks and even the personality of our sharks underneath the water. I could see so much clearly and know so much more about these sharks and their personalities underneath the water. It's just amazing. Well, excellent. Now, before you encountered those uh, sharks like Emma, the tiger shark, and God knows what else you saw uh, out there knowing that uh, Jimmy has a long list of underwater friends he likes to share with the world, what about uh, your diving experience leading up to this? Did you have to go through some special training uh, leading up to this, or was this all part of the whole package? I got certified through an organization called Dive Pirates, who certified me uh, through SSI, Scuba Schools International. Mm-hmm. So, really, I'd only been on five dives. I got I got certified in July, and then, I guess you can say, Jim threw me in the water with the sharks. <laughs> he made you his chum. <laughs> so, uh, what was the highlight of the week? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there were a bunch, but was it Emma, that FaceTime he was referring to uh, about his 14-foot tiger shark or what? Yeah, Emma's definitely. She's a tiger shark, and uh, she was the star. It happened to be yesterday, our last dive. We'd thrown all the uh, bait, uh, the sharks had taken all the bait away, and yet Emma still just 
circled us and wanted to keep coming up to us and getting her head scratched and her belly scratched. Wow. And she kept, I mean, we didn't want the dive to end really yesterday. Uh, she was just being so affectionate, and we just wanted to give that affection back. Uh, but, of course, unlike, you know, the sharks, we have to come up to the surface at some point. For sure. And I, and I don't know, was there like a learning curve leading up to that moment? I remember when I was out diving with Jimmy and he said, okay, Greg, we're ready for you. Jump in. And I, I see a 12-foot tiger shark swimming around. And I'm like, uh, now? <laughs> and there was a little trepidation there. But maybe you're being a veteran. You're, you're used to putting your life in harm's way. And it wasn't that uh, scary at first. Or, or was it? What was your experience? Oh, I'd have to say it was that scary. Jim Jim had it kind of hold my hand a little bit. Uh, And it wasn't the tire sharks, per se, because they moved so slowly and so gracefully in the water. It was more those lemons and reefs that, you know, you you just don't know which way they're going, and they speed up and slow down. Uh, So they made me a little nervous, but, you know, you've been on it. After the second dive, you just become very relaxed. And the more you relax, they just relax around you and, uh, then you really get to enjoy the beauty of it all. Excellent. Well, it sounds like it was an amazing adventure. Will it be your last? Oh, most definitely not. <laughs> Jim and I definitely, and the rest of the team, Chris and Stephen and Sue and Sean, these adventures and getting it out to people about sharks and the conservation of sharks and that we really need to look after them. Once again, thanks for serving our country. I'm glad you had an amazing adventure. It was a win for the sharks, a win for you guys, and I'm glad you had an amazing time. That's good to hear. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it, and thanks for getting, letting us get out and talk to the people about sharks and shark conservation because it's a new fight that we're definitely glad to go and fight for now. Jimmy, give out the phone number or website people can go to and check you out if they want to go uh, do this experience on their own. Scuba-adventures.com, and uh, shoot me an email, and I'll be happy to send you some photos of our American heroes underwater with our superstar, Emma. Excellent. All right, more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. I have the best dive job in the world. Let's face it. Come on. I get to do this every week. I get to travel around and talk about these diving destinations we go and uh, broadcast from, like the Turks and Caicos here in a couple weeks with our friends from Explore Avengers. It's a great gig. I have the best dive job in the world. That's how I feel about it. But maybe not everybody feels the same. Uh, evidently, Blue Season uh, Bali Divers uh, has come up with their own idea of the best dive job in the world, and that is taking someone uh, and sending them to Bali for six months or so and teaching them how to become a paddy dive instructor. We're going to check into Marlise Tumalo, the latest winner in that campaign, who uh, we helped put over the uh, top of last year's competition. She's in Bali right now, and I believe she just finished up her uh, paddy instructor course so we will check in and see how she's doing and if indeed she believes she has the best dive job in the world 
uh, even better than mine. I don't know. Well, we'll let you decide here in a matter of moments. Uh, also, a couple weeks ago, you know, we we're talking about the uh, iPhone. I just got my uh, iPhone 5. I was having fun with it last week. You know, we have a contest giveaway right now at scubaradio.com from uh, Cobra Marine of the Cobra Eye Radar, which basically turns your iPhone into a radar detector. Now, uh, I am tempted to pull this thing and use it for myself on my iPhone 5. Uh, so you better get there and register to win this thing. It's very cool. And God knows uh, us divers who are on a, a race to the dive site don't need to worry about getting a speeding ticket. Not that we're encouraging you to break the law, but uh, I'm always looking out for uh, the folks. Uh, that listen to this show. So if you have an iPhone, uh, or even if you don't, it'd make a great gift. You know, you could, you could re-gift this, uh, just in time for the holidays. It's the Cobra iRadar. It's this month's giveaway of the month there at scubaradio.com. Just go there, look on the banner, click on it, and enter. It's very simple, very easy, very fast. And we will pick a winner at random here in the next couple weeks, uh, right here on the big show. All right. We check in with our correspondent in Bali next, right after a Dan Tip on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Scuba Radio Divers Consumer Tip number 88. Although the odds are against you in finding buried treasure on your next dive, there is a better-than-average chance you will see a sunken chest belonging to a weathered old sea hag giving you the stink eye from across the dive boat. It's terrible! She has beautiful eyes and her hair smells like cinnamon! So now, here's a Dan safety tip you can really use. And yes, that means it's time for the real Dan Good Diving Safety Tip. And in the studio today, we have Nick Bird, CEO and Chief Medical Officer for Divers Alert Network. What are you working on over there, Nick? Just a list of things I'll need when I go diving tomorrow. Ah, the old checklist. Gear, first aid kit, oxygen unit. Nope, different list. Oh, so you're working on dive planning, making sure your gear is ready, having an emergency plan. Uh, Nope, different list. All of that is important to be sure. But do you realize how many non-diving elements there are that become essential to a good day of diving? Not really. Can't say I ever gave it much thought. But now that you mention it, I guess there are. I mean, water is the first one that popped into my mind. Because if you get dehydrated, we all know that can ruin a good day. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Water's an excellent example. Yep, that's a good one. I know they don't call me Lobster Boy for nothing. And it sucks when it happens. Few things are more uncomfortable than a wetsuit on a sunburn. Ooh, you said it. Not to mention the safety element. The discomfort of a wetsuit-coated sunburn can keep you distracted which is not a good way to dive safe. Sunscreen can make you a safer diver. Who knew? So along those lines, I'd have to add a hat or visor to the list of non-dive stuff that can contribute to dive safety. Hats and visors help to prevent both sunburn and other heat-related illnesses, so yes. But add T-shirts to the list as well. How about a change of dry clothes in general? 
That's a good one, especially if it's chilly out of the water. You want to make sure you stay warm between dives. No hypothermia here. Excellent. I guess you should include a towel with that, since it can also double as a wrap if you don't want to use it to dry off. Towel, check. All right, you know, going back to the water and hydration, I think we need snacks too. Good plan. Snacks help to keep you fueled and energized, which helps you from becoming overtired in the water. Definitely a contributor to safety. I've got one more. What's that? You should have your Dan card. (laughs) And with that, you are number one on my list. Of course. As careful as divers are about their dive planning and preparation, it's important to remember the non-diving elements that contribute to a safe and happy day. So take an extra minute to pack that hat and apply that sunscreen. They could be the difference between a problem avoided and a problem to solve. Do that, and you're guaranteed Dan Good Diving. That was beautiful. Only you can prevent diving accidents. Divers Alert Network is your dive safety organization. With your support, Dan will continue to provide the research, service, and benefits to make your next dive a safe dive. So don't be a dinghy. Join Dan today by calling 1-800-446-2671. We are back here on the World's First Radio Show devoted to diving, and on Skype... I have the girl that is in competition with me as having the best dive job in the world. It's Marlise, and uh, she says she does. I say I do. I don't know. We'll let you decide. She's in Bali. I'm in Orlando doing our uh, little scooper radio show, so maybe she has at least one fin up on me already. Marlise, how are you? I'm fantastic, Greg. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So let's talk about this, because you won this competition Mm -hmm. uh, a few months ago. Uh, that was put on by, what's the dive center in Bali's name again? Blue Season Bali. Blue Season Bali. And they, they put on this competition to find uh, a candidate to hold the best dive job in the world, right? Yep, there it is. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You, you did a YouTube video. You su- submitted your resume video style, I guess. And you, you know, you talked, uh, reached out to your friends on Facebook and uh, you reached out to Scuba Radio. We put in our two cents. Figure uh-huh. she, uh, you know, she's goofy enough to recruit our help. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll go ahead and throw our hat in the ring and, and say she sounds that we'll vouch for her character. Uh, and, and it worked. You won, right? Yes, I did, which is amazing, kind of mind-blowing still. So you're in Bali, and, and part of the uh, prize was not only going to have the best dive job in the world in Bali, but they actually took you uh, from, I guess, open water diver and took you up to a uh, paddy dive instructor. Is that the deal? Yeah, so um, I did, like you said, I, I was advanced open water when I got here. And oh, then okay. they took me through my IDC. I just finished my IDC uh, last month. And I'm actually doing my MSDT now and then hopefully going to try to do my IDC staff before I leave. Wow. So you're, you're yeah. doing the whole thing then, huh? You're, yeah. you're, gonna be, you're going far and above what even I do. I'm a dive instructor, <laughs> even though I stay... Uh, Greg, the dive master on Scuba Radio, because it impresses the chicks. You know what I'm saying? Dive master. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, you don't have that same issue, I guess. But uh, <laughs> you're uh, already a dive instructor, right? Yep, yep. And, and so, water instructor right now. Yeah, and then so MS uh, master specialty trainer. Is that what you're going for next? Yep, exactly. So I'm basically working on kinds of different courses and getting experience with different courses right now and doing different kinds of certifications. Very nice. So is it like a nonstop uh, book work and uh, training or are you having uh, time to stop and smell the roses there in Bali along the way? Yeah, I get to dive all the time, which is awesome. I, um, I'm basically diving six days a week. So um, 
when I was doing my dive master program, I was really out diving every day, experiencing all the different sites, getting to know the places. And now that I'm doing my IDC, I do spend a lot more time kind of at the shop and the pool doing actual courses, but I still get to go out diving at least a couple days a week. So that's awesome. Very nice. So how many students have you already certified as a, uh, as a patty dive instructor? I actually just certified my first student two days ago. Yay! How about yeah, that? Yeah, it was really exciting. Did, you, did uh, he or she feel honored uh, to know that she got you know, certified by the, the holder of the best dive job in the world, or did she know, or he? Um, I, you know, we actually didn't discuss it, so I'm yeah. not sure if she knew. I was kind of, we were out there doing all kinds of cool stuff. It was actually awesome. She did um, an advanced open water course, and we actually saw a Mola Mola during her course, so that ah. was pretty cool. Uh, and a mola mola is describe it again. It's kind of like so, that uh, giant. Is that the? Uh, that's not the sunfish. Or yeah, it is the yeah, giant is sunfish, sunfish looking thing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah exactly. They they're look, huge, <laughs> huge dish they, type fish with two weird yeah. fins off the top and bottom. Strange, very strange looking critters. Yeah, they critters. look kind of like a spaceship. Honestly, it's really weird. And then they have this. Um, they have this mouth, and then inside they have a beak, kind of like a parrotfish. Yeah. So they can never close this big mouth. So they just have these, like, really googly eyes and this big open mouth. They're really, really strange looking. Like, you look good. I'm going to eat you. Yeah. yeah this- I kind of imagine them with this really goofy, like, hello, mola voice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Are they kind of friendly fish or skittish? I don't know. Um, You know, if they're getting cleaned, they'll actually stay quite still. So basically, you tend to see them pretty deep. Mm-hmm. And the best thing to do is kind of, if they're facing kind of mouth up, it means they're getting, waiting to get cleaned by the bannerfish. Okay. And when they're doing that, they tend to get quite shallow and stay still for quite a long time. I mean, they'll sit there 15 minutes, 30 minutes getting cleaned, and you can get quite close to them when that's happening. Interesting. So. All right. So if you find them at a, like a cleaning station, you can go up and get a nice shot of them. Yeah, for but, sure. You can get really close. Very nice. All right, so Mola Mola, obviously one of the critters you see there in Bali. I, I haven't had much experience with those uh, critters. I have seen them once. Uh, I think it, maybe in Fiji. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know where it was. Does that make sense? Or no, Australia. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was I, Australia. There's a few places where you can kind of find them. Okay, a few places for sure. Okay, so but let's talk about some of the dive sites in Bali. I'm I'm not familiar with that part of the world other than all these pictures and videos you see online and in the magazines where it just looks like yeah. a tropical paradise. Uh, <laughs> but let's talk about what it's like underwater. What are some of the dive sites and what are some of the, the key attractions in your general uh, vicinity there, Marlies? One of the coolest things about Bali really is that there's such a variety in the dive sites. So you can do a drift dive in Nusa Penida, which is where you tend to see the molas have, um, it's like a lot of cold water, more currents, and you get a lot of bigger creatures, sharks, molas, lots of manta rays. You can do lots of drift dives and the water is just crystal clear. The visibility is amazing. Um, and then kind of in the northern, northeastern part of the island, you have the USAT Liberty wreck. So we have a really awesome wreck dive. Um, and then How big of a, a wreck are we talking about? It's 120 meters. Ooh, nice. Okay, so yeah, it's a good it's size. Yeah. It's fairly well preserved, and uh, there's tons of coral growth. So there's just this huge array of fish and life around it, and then there's really healthy coral. So it's a really a beautiful backdrop. Very nice. So uh, okay, so those are some of the dive sites. Uh, do you have your your own favorite site already? Have you picked it out and said this is my place? That I like to go oh, hang man. when I get uh, some downtime. 
It's hard because, you know, I think it really depends on the day. Yeah. And what, you know, every site every day has something different. And so I have some dives. You know, it's just day by day. You have those dives where you just come up and you're like, wow, that was so incredible. And you're just kind of overwhelmed with the beauty. So your favorite dive is the next one. That's what it sounds yeah. like. All right. Marlies is our guest. We're going to hold her over the break and talk more about diving in Bali next. She has the best dive job in the world. She's making a pretty good case for it, don't you think? Stick around. It's coming up. you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. I'm always the first to run low on air. I'm adjusting my BCD all the time. It feels that I spent half my dive swimming back to the dive boat and on the surface. You can learn to improve your diving so that you can feel more confident with your skills and more comfortable in the water thanks to the Professional Association of Dive Instructors. Peak Performance Buoyancy and the Navigation Specialty Course are just a few of the many PADI offerings to consider. Visit PADI.com to find the PADI Dive Center nearest you. Patty, the way the world learns to dive. Obviously, we have it pretty good here at Scuba Radio, but why let us have all the fun? Dive in to scubaradio.com and allow us to share the joy. It's all there from cool monthly giveaways to info on how you can join us on our next big dive adventure or Scuba Radio broadcast. Click on the Shop tab for special Scuba Radio pricing on Scuba Radio hats, jackets, shirts, and an assortment of unique items you won't find anywhere else. You can even get info on how to take scuba classes from a real live merch. So dive in now at scubaradio.com. They had me all set up with the scuba guy, made sure that I bought a waterproof watch, that's important. Gee, I'm completely out of oxygen, and look at the time. <laughs> now I'm dead and I'm late. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. I have the best dive job in the world, if you ask me. 
I get to do this, uh, you know, for 15-plus years. It ain't a bad gig. But I don't know. Marlies Tumalo has given me a run for my money in Bali. She is the holder of the best dive job in the world, and she is on Scuba Radio right now. We're talking about what it's like to dive in that part of the world. I've never been there. I've seen the videos. Uh, you've seen the videos. You've seen the magazine write-ups and all the dive mags. Uh, it looks uh, spectacular. I, I mean, you're you're in a paradise. You're learning how to not only, you know... Uh, uh, dive in, in that part of the world, but uh, uh, train. They're, they're actually taking her up not only through dive instructor, but it's going all through instructor trainer, hopefully. Now, what, what, by the way, was that part of the prize, or are you taking it above and beyond there, Marlies? So I think basically what they're kind of doing is they're – I went through my things fairly quickly here. You know, I, I happened to I – I got things really well, and I was really comfortable, and so they were able to just kind of move me along, and they basically mm-hmm. sat me down, and they were like, look – you know, you're having a really good time. We're having a really good time. We'd like to get you as far as we can get you in your time here. Yeah. So which, uh, they're just going to kind of keep pushing me through. Nice. Which is how long, by the way? You've been there a few months already. And yeah, I got here in May, and mm-hmm. I'm leaving in December. So it's a total of seven months in paradise. Seven months. Now, by then, surely you'll have had enough of the place, I'm guessing, right? And you're ready to come home? I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured she'd say. Yeah, yeah. And by, by the way, home in the States is where? Um, I'm from Northern Virginia, uh, okay. Falls Church, Virginia, to be precise. All right. Okay. So you'll uh, come back there in time for the holidays, I guess. Or yeah, go see the family for a little bit and then jet off to more diving adventures, hopefully. <laughs> Very nice. All right. But by then, you're going to be hopefully a master trainer instructor or something like that, right? Like the top of the top? If things go yeah, as planned. hopefully. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Cool. When you do that, um, is there a chance they might say, hey, Marlies, why don't you come on back here and uh, work for us for a while? Is that a possibility? Yeah, well, ho- hopefully. Yeah. Um, I really love it here. The thing is that we get so many different kinds of clients and different kinds of people and that want to do so many different things that I really get to dip in everything. So I feel like I'm getting like a really well-rounded training, you know? Right. I get to dive and I get to teach and I get to work with the local guides and it's just like this really well-rounded training and I get a lot of experience with like the way dive shops are run so I feel like when I come out of here I'm really going to have a good hold on you know what's going on in the industry and what it's really like to work at a shop which is awesome good yeah I mean this really is a cool project uh, or campaign that they offer there Uh, and by the way the dive shop again uh, give the name out because I want to make sure we give them props Blue Season Bali Blue Season Bali I mean it really is a unique little thing they do every year where they're recruiting somebody from the web or YouTube and and offering up this gig as the best dive job in the world and then they train them and hopefully turn them into someone who's going to contribute back into the dive industry I think it's awesome I think it's really cool what they've done and what you're doing I mean it's it's really nice and uh, you know we've talked a little bit about some of the dive sites we mentioned the mola molas that you have there in bali what about some of the other critters that would attract people to that area what what sta- what are standouts what do you got mantas or big animals or small animals what what is it bali really known for it's so cool because you actually have everything like i said you have everything from muck diving to like cold water drift dives so um we have a place called manta point where you see mantas year round here cool. and i mean i've been down there and i've seen 10 12 mantas swimming around me which is just breathtaking like mm-hmm. they're so majestic and it's you really feel like you can kind of communicate with them like they look at your eyes and you can just see them thinking you know which is really cool and um also the macro here is amazing up north we have a dive site called soraya secrets and i mean you get 
ornate ghost pipe fish. I actually found my first ornate ghost pipe fish by myself about three days ago. Okay, I don't even know what that is. What the heck is an ornate goat for? What is it? Ghost fish? Yeah, it's an ornate ghost pipe fish. So they're... They come in kind of various colors, and they almost look like a weed, and they kind of sit there face down with their fins up, and then they're like kind of spiky looking, and they reds and yellows and whites usually. Okay, so are they kind of, they're kind of like one of those uh, dragonfish or, or that type of thing, right? Yeah, they're in the same family as a seahorse. Right, okay, got it, got it. Okay, well, cool. I'll, I'll put that one on the list. I don't think I've seen, I've seen, uh, I know I've seen the pipefish, the small little, you know, seahorse, the real miniature ones, but is that what you're talking yeah. about, bigger ones than that, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, this is a little bit different, but we also have the uh, pig, pygmy seahorses, yeah. the really small uh, seahorses. We have those here as well. Very Although nice. they're really difficult to find on those huge sea fans. But. Sure, I bet. I mean, <laughs> is it really overgrown with just lush reef? Is that what you would expect when you go to Bali, or, or is it just a mixture of everything? Yeah, it's amazing. We have um, a marine biologist here who works at Blue Seas in Bali, and he does all kinds of coral surveys. And basically, the coral health in Bali is just really, really high. He generally gets really high scores on all of the, the coral surveys that he does. So when you go places, you do see that really lush coral and like lots of life all around you. And topside, I mean, obviously, you have uh, first-class scenery because Bali's a huge vacation spot. But isn't it like a lot of spas and things or you, places you go to you know find yourself am i getting the right area in in line there or what yeah there's all kinds of you know yoga and meditation and activities like that available in bali and then there's always like a million places you can get massages for like five dollars so you go get your oh, hour massage five after work are you five kidding me bucks. a five dollars no, mas- for an hour massage oh <laughs> all right i'm on a plane i'm heading out there <laughs> Uh, you, you won me over right there at the end there, Marlies. Oh, That's wow. fantastic. <laughs> Can you imagine you know, diving all day and then here, five bucks, uh, work on me. Work out all the kinks from lifting these tanks all day. That's a good gig. Marlies, go ahead and give me the uh, website for the dive center there in Bali. What is it for Blue Season Bali? It's www.blueseasonbali.com. Fair enough. All right, Hour 2 is coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Don't go anywhere. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go. The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.